Welcome to our third episode of What's the Pod Called? I'm your host, Dominique Fortune, and we realized that we didn't do introductions the first couple episodes, so in this episode, we'll jump right into my sister giving her introduction. In this episode, Gina makes a very exciting announcement. Uh, We get back into the 40th birthday party saga, talk a little bit about Northern Virginia entitlement. So to all of our 180 or so listeners, thank you so much for listening and like us wherever you listen to your podcast. Enjoy. Dun, dun, dun. Um, all right. So Gina. Wait a second. I forgot to say we're coming to you live from the most awkward film festival of all time, the Venice <laughs> Film Festival. Gina, please go ahead. Oh, my God. Just make sure we get that in. Um, All right. So quick bio. Um, Fun fact. My name is Gina Wilson Fortune, named after my grandfather. My cousin, who's one year younger than me, also has the exact same name. Um, I am 38 years old. Uh, I grew up in Northern Virginia, specifically Annandale, Actiondale. Um, let's see. So born and raised in Virginia, attempted to go to college in Charleston, South Carolina for, um, a stint, had too much fun, got my room raided by my terrible roommate. So I had to come home, um, ended up graduating from George Mason, um, Patriots. I think that's their mascot. Yep. I'm getting agreeance. Um, I currently reside in Oklahoma City. Um, Is it though? Is it? No. Everyone's always like, so how's Oklahoma? And I'm like, still Oklahoma. The Oklahoma you've always known. Um, I have one. (laughs) They shouldn't. Um, I have one small child. Um, Pronouns are she, her currently, uh, seven, almost eight years old. I have one dog here, two ex-husband dogs in San Diego. Um, I suppose we'll get to this in a little bit, but I am once divorced, twice married. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Favorite pastimes include... Drinking wine, swimming, pretending to read on my Kindle, and eating crabs. I don't know that I have any strong phobias other than people. Disorder. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So that's a fact. Um, Let's take you back real quick to one night when I was spam texting Megan that I thought that something was different about me. And she said, Nope. I think you just have a strong case of OCD. And it was thereafter that I started taking Lexapro, which has changed my <laughs> life. Uh, just want to comment and say, I did tell that story this weekend at the beach with Dominique Accurate. and yep. my cigars. And he got very concerned that I have also armchair diagnosed him, but just not shared with him the <laughs> diagnoses yet. So Dominique got, to, <laughs> Dominic okay. got to witness all of that. That tracks. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, Gina in a nutshell. Thank you so much. 
Thanks for being here, Gina. <laughs> um, hey, uh, this is Jamie. I'm the oldest of the geriatric millennials on the call. I turned 41 <laughs> this October. Um, my strong, my strong dislikes are new things, uh, new people, um, anything. Worth well, I'm sorry. Did you say your strongest likes? No dislikes, dislikes. Okay. 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 I was like, let me yeah, yeah. know that is not a, like, I'm sorry. Just lying. Just lying. Just lying. Um, the hardest thing I have to deal with is parenting. Um, my daughter whose worst traits come directly from me. So everything I dislike about myself or annoyed with about myself, I have to deal with. And so that's just, you know, karma, I guess. Um, did your therapist tell you that? No, he thinks <laughs> that it's a, it's a learning lesson for me. He, I think he takes great joy in it personally. The joy mm. of being around yourself or version of you is wonderful. Seeing her at the birthday party at the racist birthday party. Yes. Egging on our other friend party. who was not allowed the, our friend's daughter isn't allowed to have sugar. Amelia was egging her on so that she could have sugar. And it was Jamie in a nutshell. Yeah, I just sub that sugar in with whatever you want to sub it in with. So my greatest fears are space and uh, the deep ocean. Um, and it also Jamie, Jamie, can I, can I act as your therapist right now? Yes, please. When you say your greatest fear is space, say more. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you, Gina. That, and it's been diagnosed, <laughs> armchair diagnosed by this group that it's, um, I don't enjoy the feeling of being untethered. And so that's a direct relation to all of my fears. So. I would like to um, say that that was what I recognized as the armchair expert with I mean, this fear really, of just, yeah, it nailed it. it, it You're welcome. You home. can pay me all of the money. I don't know how I much will. money you pay the gentleman that you follow on Instagram. $300 an hour. Yeah. Venmo right here. <laughs> Um, so yeah, also from Annandale with everyone else, uh, tying back to not liking new things or new people. I've known Dominique since I've probably been in kindergarten right along there. Gina, uh, Megan would be We're uh, new friends, new friends, which would be back in college, high school, yeah. college, I was gonna say say 10 years ago. Yeah, definitely Ooh. college. Again, so as the least... elder millennial, it definitely was not 10 years ago for me in college, but okay. Five years ago. Okay, James, though, real quick, um, two thoughts. One, um, would you be willing to share with the audience your um, baby child birth situation? And then I had another one, but I don't I don't remember the other one, but (laughs) we can start there. Yeah. Um, So Amelia is eight. Uh, We so my husband and I. We've been married for 10 years. We've been together for almost 15. And so wanted to have kids, thought it was a great idea. And then my body hated being pregnant. I went on hospital bed rest at like 21 weeks. Um, so like in the hospital, having to live there, like try not to um, rage kill Jesse because he would like complain about having to, oh, I can't make it to the hospital today. I have to cut the grass. And I was like, we live in a fucking townhouse. Like you can just drive. Cause it was like 45 minutes away from where we were living at the time. And I was like, you're the worst. 
Um, and so then had her at 26 weeks, she was one pound, 13 ounces, looked like a baby bird, didn't have ears that weren't like fully formed. Mm. And everyone's talking to me about like brain bleeds and her lungs were collapsing and all this like really serious stuff. And I just kept waiting for someone to say when the plastic surgeon was going to show up because like she didn't have ears. <laughs> and I, um, so I was really drugged up after her birth and I was just looking at her and they were talking to me about all the serious stuff that was like brain bleeds and her lungs were collapsing. And is she going to die? Is she not going to die? And all I could think about was focusing on her ears. Like she didn't have ears yet. They hadn't, they weren't there. And I was like, Oh God, we got to call in a plastic surgeon, but I didn't want to come off as super vain by asking about that while they're like, well, she might die. And I was like, but her ears. And then eventually I asked and they're like, Oh no, no, no. They're going to form on their own. She was just really early. And I was like, well, you guys should have fucking led with that. I thought (laughs) she was going to be like handicapped or something, but she's good now beats my ass every single day. I was going to say she's good. And she's just like you. Yeah. What more could someone ask for? (laughs) Fucking blonde haired me. It's great. It's a dream. (sighs) All right. Well, I'm Megan. I'm not going to use my last name because like, I feel like we might get a stalker. I am 39, but recently have decided that like, I think 38 would be my like lie age or 39 for the rest of it. Cause nobody makes that up, you know? Right. Um, also grew up in Fairfax. Well, in Northern Virginia, sorry. My distinction, Fairfax, <laughs> not Annandale. Mm. Um, not that that means anything. And I don't really, is it Annandale? Are you, in- are you sure it doesn't mean anything, Megan? I think it, it feels like lot. it means something. Well, it, actually mm-hmm. it means a lot. Fairfax versus Annandale. <laughs> no, that's how you find out who our listeners are. Um, when you get the hate mail. That's a good point. That's a good um, point. yeah. So I went to college of Charleston. Also, I'm the only one on this call that made it fully through college of Charleston (laughs) four years. (laughs) Um, I live in DC in Northeast where I've lived for a really long time. Um, hundreds and hundreds of years, uh, zero kids, one delightful handy capable dog who has three legs or three, sorry, four legs, three feet. Um, never been married, therefore never been divorced, um, have a serious relationship, a sig of, if you will. Um, I thought you were going to say you have a serious relationship with God and I wasn't ready to accept that. I have accepted Christ (laughs) into my heart. Um, Um, love the ocean would feel great about dying on the back of a whale. Oh my god, like that, but you would die. But I would be so Mm-mm. I would be so happy, but terrified of outer space. And it's not the untethering to me. Mm. It is just like the panic of the unknown. Um, like thinking about outer space at night makes me want to die. Is um, it the silence, like the, the the lack of any kind of sound? No, no. That's because I feel okay about that. Okay. Okay. Um also so <laughs> fearful of dying, which I think is what happens when you go to outer space. Obviously <laughs> I used to have a really intense phobia that I was developing ALS. That's something to unpack. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but I've gotten past that. Why, why ALS in particular? It's just like those, that's, that's how my, uh, OCD works is just like, let me think about, uh, 
like a debilitating disease and then think about it that I have it all the time. Like in college, I was convinced mm. I had AIDS and I couldn't even like turn on the TV on December 1st <laughs> because, well, yeah. And I couldn't turn on the TV on December 1st because it would be all like world AIDS, AIDS day. day. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, you can, you like, can clear that up quickly though. That's a quick yeah. test. Yep. Yep. But were you, were you experiencing real symptoms? No, no. She was having unprotected sex. <laughs> Protected No, she was doing all the right things and she still got AIDS, you guys. Um, wow, that's that's a interesting wild. place to live that in. That was a wild yeah. ride for bio. Thank well, you, the Megan. Cocktail works, and I think you could, you know, you don't have to worry about that anymore. I think you're good. Yep, it's okay. Okay. I mean, well, um, yeah. wait, yeah. one question um, for Megan or something to share with the listeners. Um, please do explain camp, right? Ooh. Like, I feel like this is a thing where people are like, oh, camp, uh, going to camp. Like, what, what is that? Okay, to be That's fair, I, thing. well, no, it's not, it's not even just camp. white. Yeah, I it's a recently, wealthy white person thing. But Colin had a camp wealthy. too, and he, I don't think was that wealthy, but he's still white. So maybe it is a white people. So thing. where was Colin's camp? Um, can we describe what camp is? Maybe in Wisconsin. Okay. (gasps) It might've been in, sorry, late stage COVID. Um, still going strong. Um, I recently Googled this because I was trying to explain it to somebody. And then I was just like, God, is this just like a weird white thing? The thing I read on like architecturaldigest.com or some shit like that is that, no, it's just like, the thing I read was that it is almost exclusively Maine. So not even like New England, not even whatever. It's really Maine because people also say like up to camp, like spelled like U-P-T-A, like I'm going up to camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is like generally on a lake, rustic. Like when we would go to camp when I was little, there wasn't like a shower or any, there was a single bathtub and like you couldn't drink the water like you had so it's to, a like, vacation home situation it's a second home okay some people it's a summer home a it's like where people go to summer instead of being like oh i go no, summer you, you would no. essentially so, be like i summer at camp or no, something because you summer in a cottage and this is not a cottage right now my friend laura like discovered between minnesota and maine like they just have a lot of the same culture especially around, canadian yeah uh, that and they're just all both really obsessed with loons, the bird, just things like that makes me think that Colin had a camp in Minnesota. My grandma had a camp that we went to all the time when I was kids. My parents bought their own camp on the same lake, lake when I was in my early 20s. Like I was still in college. I called her Charleston. And now they've retired to Maine. So camp is just a big part of our lives. Uh, Did you see so my great. text message where I said I almost bought an island in Maine There's this weekend? so many islands in Maine <laughs> for sale. And it's just like, I think you can only, the winter is the feeling untethered would not do well for you. It was an island and I felt like that was going to be fun. And Jesse was on board with it. And if I, it was like only a, it was like only a couple hundred thousand dollars. Which is- oh yeah. The, the island game is pretty good in, in Maine. There's a lot for sale. Yeah. But like an island is like the definition of untethered. I mean, right? like, <laughs> yeah, running yeah. water, no, no. electricity. No, no, no. Setup. It was straight no, up you don't just have land. It's straight up just yeah. land. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yours had land. You know so how much money that is to actually have all that stuff put in. So a lot of them have. Jenny's dad was talking about that. 
Yeah. Because that's what I wanted to know. I was like, if I buy a farm, can I just buy a piece of land? And Jenny was like, yeah, but here's the thing. Yeah. You have to have them run all of those things that don't yeah. exist. So you want to buy a house that already has that stuff. Even if it's like a shack, you know, as yeah, long so as it has those things running, like, so I didn't buy her. Moral. So there's Jamie's story. I'll send you, you some better came, ones. You could have camped there. You could have yeah. gotten like a, I don't really out like a, that idea. I don't bears. camp. Wow. I go to camp. I don't camp, but I will say if you're my, tired, take a nap. You don't move to go Napa. To Napa. <laughs> there you go. Um, my parents are building a second camp. We call it the annex. And to your point, Dominique, yeah, they are doing all of that. They have to put in a septic. They have to, they dug out, have to dig a well. I think electricity just happens somehow. I don't really know about that kind of thing, but probably need a plug. Yeah. <laughs> aligned of some sort. Gina. Well, thank you for that. Um, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Me- Me- Megan had a question for me. Hold on, please. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just going to move along. All right. <laughs> you can do it, Dominique. Back to you, Dominique. Well, I, I'm, the, I'm the only person who hasn't done their bio. So you were about to move the conversation along, which is cool. That tracks. That oh, tracks. Uninvited. <laughs> you left the group chat. Um, oh. Okay, go. What up? Thanks. Again, let's just go back to that group chat before we do this. Since, since don't you, you want to do your, don't you want to do your bio first? We'll talk about it. I don't No, I don't think it's really important. Everybody was ready to move on. No, we um, just forgot, Dominique, because you usually do a bio. So now you have to do she, your bio. You guys, she's about to leave the Zoom meeting. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> so dramatic. So my name is Dominique and I am 40 years old. I grew up in Annandale, Virginia and started my first year going to Nova because I, along with Jamie, did not decide to submit college applications and the colleges that I think we applied to had not much chance of getting in, though I don't really remember applying to anything. We had lofty goals, but they were like, oh, you want us to do paperwork? And then we're like, mm. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I so remember hearing this story of you being like, the only school I'll go to go to is UVA. So like, was the only school you applied to or something oh, like that? Oh, well, the only school I thought I was going to end up going to was UVA because I had a family member that worked there. And so if I went to college, it was going to be because someone helped me get in. Um, Unfortunately, I think the interview that I had to pass to get into UVA, I bombed with, if I remember correctly, he was the dean or president of a school or perhaps the entire college guys. I don't know. Um, I don't think you're pretty good at interviews normally. At 17 years old, year old, not prepared. Yeah, 18 year old me. Uh, no, I, I needed some prep and, and there wasn't a lot of prep done, as you can imagine. So, uh, yeah, we went to Nova. Shout out to uh, Vice President, I mean, I'm sorry, President um, Biden, uh, First Lady. Sorry, couldn't get to Ooh. that. Couldn't get to that. First Lady Biden, who is a teacher at uh, Nova. Was not our And teacher. then I went to. Was not was not ours. Uh, though we wouldn't remember. We would have uh, no idea. She really could have been. We would really? remember. Yeah, we had a geology class and we dug up fossils. I remember that. Do you remember the teacher? You bu- dug up man. fossils with Jill Biden, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> she took us to dig up fossils. She exactly teaches English. 
Um, then I went to College of Charleston back and forth a few times, uh, settled in DC and I live in DC with my boyfriend and where, where do you live now in proximity to one of our other hosts? So when I first moved to DC, I lived in the same building as Megan. I think that lasted for maybe four years ish. And then you uh, um, often we've been introduced as partners. Well, I was going to say, then you begrudgingly lived with me and my kid for two years. Oh, she loved that. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. It wasn't begrudgingly. Um, um, yeah. Then I lived then with Gina she had spent so much time away from Megan. She was like, you know what I'm going to do? Live with you again. Find a house two blocks away. Yep. 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 Nailed it. Yep. And that's where we are now. Um, a beautiful and, portrait uh, of codependency. It yep. is. It is it's beautiful. Yep. No, but it's really clutch. Like they both have dogs can help, you know, I wish I lived next to someone. Unfortunately, the dogs don't get along. So no, the dogs well, we don't, don't get along, but, but you we guys get along. Get along. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. So that works. That works pretty well for us. Um, all right. We uh, are going to try to actually do segments again. When we had originally started this podcast, we had thought about doing segments and then we didn't. And now we're going to move into a little bit more of a format. Um, Gina, I think you have some new and exciting news for the people. <laughs> um, so this is going to be podcast official. Um, I got married. Whoop, whoop. Thanks for Ooh. the one person in the audience. Um, yeah. I'm ignoring it it's like I pleasure. ignored it the first time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dominic was like, can you please tell Megan? So like it, this can be public. And I was like, I told you. And then I got zero response <laughs> from that group text message. And I was like, well, guess it's not important. Um, no. So got married. Like, I don't we know. We got the text and Dominic and I were together. So we called you. Correct. So how it went down was, um, we were like, you know what? Like, I think we want to get like married, actually. Like, I like you. You like me. Let's get married. But like, we don't really know. But let's just like Friday morning off or something. So let's go down to I the like courthouse. You. It's like me. You guys live together, raising three children in Oklahoma. You Correct. moved to Oklahoma right. for him. Yes. So yes, that's yes. It's just more background. than a marriage background, more than a marriage right there. Um. So we go to the courthouse to get the license and um, we fill out the paperwork and she goes, oh, well, when are you guys going to get married? And we look at each other and we're like, I don't fucking know. Like, in a, I don't know, a few weeks, few months, no big deal. And she goes, oh, well, the license is only good for 10 days. <laughs> we're like, well, shit, I guess we better get married in 10 days. So because I'm such a Googler, I Googled um, same day weddings, Oklahoma City. And found somewhere called uh, Courthouse Chapel, which should have been my first, first indication. Courthouse Chapel. We go. We're in like a in suburb. You do the best you can. So <laughs> could you maybe describe um, the attire? Okay. So um, we had just dropped Ripley off at school. So I was wearing I'm not a cat person. I was wearing a shirt, gray shirt, black writing. I do what I want with a cat on it and some burgundy there yoga pants with um, black clog Birkenstocks. The girl to Oklahoma and Oklahoma takes over the girl. <laughs> Continue. And then Colin was wearing his dad's 
Oceaneering shirt, which is like a oh, that's nice offshore company. Yep, yep. Um, and some shoes. something borrowed, <laughs> something blue. It, the shirt was blue. Um, and so, so as we're walking into Courthouse Chapel, it's shanty town. So it's like <laughs> it's like do not cross signs because it's like kind of under construction on the inside, and there's like bail bonds offices and like lawyers offices but no one's lawyering and then we get into the elevator what does it say about the state of marriage or marriage or something that it's like in the same thing as a bail bondsman but is this just because it's the courthouse well it's ancillary quarters of the law yeah right but i will say what is so crazy Mm. is that we got a license and we're officially married within one hour's time calculating a 30 minute drive. Like that's how easy it is to get married. Try to get to buying a gun there. Yeah. 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 A hundred percent. When you sent out the photo. So maybe we should describe the photos that were sent out. I think that goes on the gram too. I guess I should also say, I come back to my phone and I have like 18 messages or something. And then, no, not 18, let's say 12. Okay. That's, that's extreme. I have like 12 messages and then I have missed calls from my parents. And I'm like, why are people calling me? I have a missed call from Gina. Like, why are you guys calling me right now? No one, what do you need? And then I come back to the pictures I see before I well, read essentially, anything. Jamie well, is in the bed next to me looking at the up. pictures if I had to describe the outfits in two words, sport mode, sport mode. Sport my, mode. my comment was, was the next stop Costco. Cause that looked like you guys were in errand outfits. Like you were just well, checking things off. So we didn't go to Costco, but basically, so <laughs> we, we go up the elevator, we get married. There's a couple there and they're like, Oh, we need to exchange That's and part. be each other's uh, witnesses. So we did that, blah, blah. And then we left and we're like, okay, well, it's Friday. So we got work to do. So we just go to work. Uh, It's the community Um, for me, Gina. The the first two people that knew in real life, Collins was some super rando ex-coworker who, it's a long story there, but some random guy he hasn't even talked to in two years. That's the the first person (laughs) that he told. The first person I told was my waxer. And she's like, oh, so what'd you do today? And I was like, well, wow. actually. And she was like, oh, who have you told? And I was like, just you. <laughs> okay. So oh. yep. wedding of our dreams. Yep. So no, but it was, it was great. Between a waxer it was so fire. great. It was easy. And then, of course, like I called my mom and I'm like, yeah, so. And she's like, oh, my God. First off, she was way more excited than I thought she would be. So that was cool. And then I was like, well, you know, we just got the logistics out of the way. And she was like, of course she would say that. Colin, of course she she would say that. (laughs) Okay. I like how your mom became a smoker in that. I was just uh, thinking. (laughs) Like this never smoked a cigarette in her life. Yeah. It sounded like her inflection, but with a deep smoker, like she's in New Jersey somewhere. It sounded like Roz from the Monster Inc. movie. That's what it sounds like. Yep. Colin um, bought his wedding ring off of Amazon. Um, Beautiful. And that's just how we're rolling these days. (laughs) Yeah, but what about your wedding band? I don't have a band. I just have my ring for now. My engagement ring. But I do. I I think I want a band that's like more of like a travel band because like typically when I travel, I don't um, 
wear my engagement ring because it's just I might so get enormous. robbed. I might get robbed. Yeah. You might so get robbed, big. dude. All right, all right, all right. I'd rob um, you. But um okay. remember Megan when we took my ring I think out? about it all the time. <laughs> what? So when Megan and I we went to spring break in Charleston like over a year okay. ago. Pause. Go ahead. Dominique, Gina and I went on spring break. <laughs> Dominic, Dominic was also there. And Dominic for, left halfway Dominic on, left the, on the Wednesday, yeah. her comfort yeah. day to go home. Um, hard to make but a week. I would also say it was a Thursday, not a Wednesday. We're we not probably sure didn't get there until Tuesday, um, <laughs> Thursday morning. But so Megan and I were like out on the town and Megan thought it would be hilarious to like take my ring and just put it in different scenes across Charleston. <laughs> Yeah, oh so like influencers in the wild Instagram style, <laughs> Gina's ring, the not engaged uh, uh, Instagram account. Yeah, so yep. good. And someone grabbed it. No, well, my friend ring. of ours, oh, okay. our friend of ours, did wear it and posed with it with a new cigars. Um, Razzle dazzle. <laughs> yeah, so that's the the update on this home front. So first of all, this is just how everyone needs to do 40th birthdays in general. Like you need to just get a house and camp out and have a vacation out of it, which is what Megan's doing next. But like, there was a, a really great group of people. And then there was a person who was having um, maybe like a kind of a come to Jesus weekend on their own. So it was a whole and bunch of really great people. And then just one uh, person straight up lunatic we could not figure out what was going on is she a listener or he? I don't, I, I, it doesn't matter i think they need to know like it, it's it, it was a self-awareness that was needed so it was likely a manic episode so exactly. is this an intervention it, well it turned into one after the fact so we're there everything's great everyone's drinking having a good time and then I, i'm just watching this person and like they're just a mile a minute they're going crazy and in my head i'm like um, oh, okay. I think this person's doing Coke and that's not what we're doing. So this is a, a weird choice. This is, is it something because it's not your 40th birthday, JV. <sighs> My 40th was full of guacamole and tacos. Um, so like the whole thing was bizarre. So we kept being like, okay, so what's going on with her? So either she's like on drugs, either she's having a manic episode and she just like kept going MIA. We kept like searching the house for her. Me and one other friend, we were looking for her at like three in the morning because we couldn't find her. And when I was like, okay, look, um, we have to come up with a plan on if we can't find her. Like, do we call the cops? Because this feels like very dateline. Like something's happening. Wait, wait, what? Exactly, Gina. Exactly. What? It's also okay. the premise. Wasn't, of- it wasn't a calling cop situation. It was no, actually no, no. like we some- no, if we couldn't find her, because we start, I was searching oh, at some point yes, under yes. beds. I was like, if we can't find her, like, it's let me take you back to but I feel like- when we would go to parties and you would have that girl at a party that would be taking a piss behind a car five blocks down from the party that everybody had to go and. But I would also for. say that seems almost like a situation where um if you can't find someone you don't need that to be on you 
So it's just like, oh, but, so we need to make sure like we figure this situation. Right. Out. Okay. So, so wait, we Gina, walking- do you, have you heard this story? I have not heard this. No, story. no, 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 no. Okay. I haven't heard. I also story. just want to really quickly say. This is exactly the plot line to how Pretty Little Liars starts. There are so many plot lines. This is like and I kept the okay. whole time. Mm. I just kept saying I never watched I, Pretty Little Liars. I didn't either, but it sounds like it would. I just kept saying the whole time and thinking to myself, being like, I'm going to have to testify about this night. There's going to be a deposition. There's going to be some sort of interview. This girl is unhinged. We were just sitting here, just watching her, just being like, it, we, so everyone else was like, okay, everyone, no one could understand it. At one point she brought out, oh God, there's so many stories. At one point she brought out a bag of underwear to me and to another. So it was like me and another mom. Well, this is news to me. I've got it on video. Don't you worry. Um, actually, I didn't take the video. Someone else in the room did because it was so crazy. She brings out a bag of Ours. underwear and she's like telling me and Azita, the other mom that was there, these underwear, these are for your, you can give these to your daughters. And we're like, what? what? Yeah, that's what we said. We said, why? What? And she's like, what time is this? Oh, three in the morning, two in the okay, morning. Yeah. It was before that's we lost her. Okay. Okay, so okay, two okay. in the morning. Got it. Got it. Got it. And she goes, you she can, can float on a cloud though, Megan, uh, until I'd say since, since three o'clock in the afternoon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she goes, these underwear, your, your daughters can use these. And no, it's, and I was like, what do you mean we could use these? And she's like, for your daughters. And I was like, oh, um, actually it's, and I was like, it's really weird, but I actually really like to know where her underwear come from. So I'm not doing that right now. And she goes, no, no, no. Like they're, they're new. They're new. And we're looking at it. We're like, no, they're not. They're not new. It was a bag of wait. Random- so everyone's like ex- inspecting used underwear is what, is what I'm getting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Well, no, we I never didn't... touched them. We never touched them. No, they no, no, but in the you're, you're looking at underwear being like, these don't look like they've, well, they're, they're still they're... folded, right? They're still can, yes, folded they're not in still... the creases. She brought them out, that. was showing them to us. And Azita was like, Oh, honey, those aren't good. If we have children, these are a woman's underwear. She's like, oh no, they're still small. We're like, but not child size. These are just random underwear that you were at home with, packed up, put in your car, brought into this Airbnb, and busted them out at two a.m. Thinking it was a good idea to to, to pass these along. Okay, Do you I have an armchair. You- I have an armchair diagnosis. I bet she's a hoarder. I went if you went to her house, she's a hoarder. Cause I do feel like that's a thing where it's like, okay, I've collected all of this underwear. Someone's going to need it. So I'm not going to throw it away and I'm going to like bring it to you. Yes. And so that was just at one, that was at one point. So that night she I'm did not sure sleep. hoarder would be in the top 10 things I would no. say about this I woman. She, was characteristics. A down. she absolutely was losing her mind, was drunk and insert whatever else you want to after that. Was it like, like doubt. it it seemed like someone and maybe like off of their own like, no. woman is but like shocking, rambling, shouting, screaming to get people's attention if we weren't talking to her. Shouting. So at one point she, but we, only this one. Okay, real quick. Correct. Who did correct. this? Who did this person come to the event with? It was Evie's for friend. the person who's it was the person. No, no, no. But, but they party. drove by themselves Solo. there and were like, hey, correct. here. Correct. Okay. okay. Solo. It wasn't and like it was like Dominique and Jamie rolled up and Dominique was no. like, I don't know my friend Jamie. Right? No, it okay. was not like that. Okay. And it was 
so great. So and she kept like, even if we were having like normal conversations, she would just be like, everyone, everyone stop. Everyone stop. Girls like that don't come with partners. Yeah, she didn't. She was solo. She's like, make everyone stop. And then she would like turn around and look at me and be like, do you feel an immense guilt that you're here without your child? And I was like, no, I don't. And she's like, don't worry. I don't, you won't be judged by me. And I was like, you could not judge me. Like, don't worry. You, I don't, I, I could never feel judged by you. Like, believe me, this is fine. Then she Amy got a couple of really sweet one-liners in. I the did. Sarcastic one-liners. <laughs> <laughs> on the, on so the second eight, I was you, like, okay. There's no way you were awake at this time, Dominique. Oh, I oh, will say. Not. And no, I no. often left the situation. Because I was like, oh, no, I'm not playing this game. But Jamie, are you a person? I guess we haven't seen each other socially that much. Are you like all in? You're like, oh, Um, I will be here for this. No, not usually. I'm a 50-50. Like, it depends. Um, She was this time, but she always not isn't necessarily. I don't have to be the last one up. But I did get a text from Dominique saying, move the party to, like, on the group chat of everyone in the house. Dominique at, like, 4 a.m. being like, Jamie, move the party to the living room, move the party because I guess we were underneath her room. She's like, Jamie, you were 4 a.m., you guys. I just want you to know that it wasn't as if I was sending this at 11.15, which was totally no, unreasonable. It's, okay, okay. It was 4 a.m. Birthday party. Dominique, Dominique. So, let's know this listen. house goes, is the size of five mansions. Dominique, it is enormous. They were literally party. right below. And there it's were someone else's party. Who was asleep? Who left because they were being so loud and texted me on the side. She was there at 4 a.m. Evie already told me that she left at like two o'clock and she just kept talking as she was walking out. We already okay, talked about so, it the but so I then Evie left. She pulled herself out of the situation yes. and let us to you. Left to I, so honestly, I had I had a concern that if I did not stay awake, mm-hmm. that one of my one of our other friends, the infamous Mike, was going to be put in an uncomfortable situation because she was trying to get him very drunk, and he already was. But she kept being like, you can just sleep in my bed. You can sleep in my bed. And we were like, no. And I was like, "Mm," because he was like, I can't go upstairs to Dominique. Dominique's going to punch me because Dominique and Mike were sharing a room. And so I was like, well, Mike, just come to my room. And so then Mike came in my room, which I was sharing with Michael to get him away from this girl, because I thought she, she was trying to get him to go to her bed. And I was like, this is super weird and he was like kept being like well my boyfriend my partner this my feels boyfriend, like 2002 partner, all over again yes yeah, it it's it was a lot of a lot of red flags were being raised food was great having so much fun and dominique started saying something about betty joe and said something she's like yeah so i just this is what i did and the girl goes wait everyone just stop everyone stop and listen to what she just said she is setting healthy boundaries with her mother and everyone (laughs) hysterical (laughs) laughter everyone's (laughs) laughing and I said I told her I was like no one has ever said that to Dominique before so that's probably a real moment for her (laughs) healthy boundaries yes it was and then the next day she would like never I can't say woke up because I don't think she ever slept but we all just kind of like had to get out of the house like okay well we're gonna we're gonna just do a we said we were all leaving then we left and got like breakfast down the road and oh so everyone left and then she left also and she just never came back and then you guys came back after breakfast no 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 we all like like, okay we're all leaving we're checking out 
And then we're like, okay, well, bye, bye. And then we all went to a breakfast spot and there's only one mm. way in and one way out of this town. So like she had to have driven past and seen us part, which, you know, looking back probably wasn't very nice, but. So what did everyone say after the fact? Shock, shock of just being like, what in the hell was Oof. that? Well, I mean, sucks, but that's a really great story and something to talk about forever. Cause it sounds like she went off the rails. There's a video. <laughs> I've seen one pic. Oh. I saw oh, one picture. Also, the too. whole yeah. time she was in, the whole time she was in a bikini. So all this craziness was just like magnified by the outfit. It was a lot. Okay. Um. So basically, what we're saying is, it was a great party though. We all had a lot of fun. That, that birthday Minus. outdid the old lives matter birthday <laughs> on a scale of zero oh. to racist this, slash out of control this was more out of control less racist more out of control correct but it was it if you look at the previous birthday party was that very racist and this was very out of control or was that one kind of racist and this was very out of control kind of racist very out of control well, but as a like white person, no I would say as that, like that was my next sentence as a white person for me to be like, it's kind of racist. It must've been really racist. So that. that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right. And so uh, I equally it. racist I and equally nuts. Well, no, no. The, 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 the second party was not racist. I didn't feel any racist sure. there. Sure. Dominique, can you it's confirm? Very multicultural. There's no Venn diagram yeah, like, for these two parties is what I'm hearing. Actually, the attendees were pretty much the same except for this one outlier you know what i am watching kind of mostly bad sisters obviously so someone else can speak on that because like i won't but i'm watching it um i just um started watching partner track it's Mm. like a super easy to watch netflix love the fact that it's um an asian american lead actress um yeah so it's great it's netflix um, she's basically trying to make partner at this law firm in New York and obviously dealing with like lawyering and male environment, blah, blah, blah. So yes. Um, you know, the one thing I don't love, and I said this to Colin the other day is like, I feel like a lot of times in these shows when there is a gay wingman, it's always a black gay wingman. And like, God damn it. Like they, Gina, they don't, you know, that that's a thing. That's, that's a thing. That's like a trope of like never having a, in quotes, strong cisgendered black correct, male. Correct. Because, or it's like yeah. uncoupled where Neil Patrick Harris is the lead and he's like gay, white, blah, blah, fine. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, other than that, um, I'm really enjoying it. She's super like, um, spunky quirky obviously it's like a rom-com kind of um yeah not terrible absolutely yeah six out of ten six out of ten yeah i think that neil patrick harris show that you talked about too is pretty yeah that that's really good oh yeah i that was Um, a full covid binge for me like i watched that all in one day i loved it and by covid you mean late stage (laughs) my late stage (laughs) oh yeah game of thrones obs were in too yeah bad sister so good uh dominique watched episode one of players when we were at the beach this past (laughs) (laughs) um after she 
was exposed to what I unfortunately have mostly been watching lately, which is the actual League of Legends championships matches. Is that another gamer? That's what that game is about. It's a video game. Oh, so you're watching the actual real life tournament. Yes. I'm a, I'm a passive background. I'm a passive background. Passive viewer is actively watching. Girlfriend. Thing of you no, to do. Dominique, it's actually you're the real superstar here because you ask the most like clarifying questions. Yeah, I really wanted to just understand what it was. But I feel like Dominique, um, because like, I didn't when understand watched, it. So like now I get it. What is it? Um, I like fully understand like basketball or football. Like Dominique, you're not like inherently interested in those things. But like if someone's watching, you're asking questions so you can least make the most of your experience. Like if you have to watch yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I need so to you just yeah, like absolutely dive in, man. Yeah, it's like let me understand everything that I'm watching, so at least I get the context. <laughs> Which yeah, like I, sure. I do not at all, but I just I'm like, well, I remember when this character did this, so I slightly understand. Seems um, familiar. Yeah, I um watched the Manti Teo documentary. <gasps> yes, it was so good. So I didn't. All I knew about it was that it was like. The, you know the joke of it i didn't know any of the details but it was did you watch it gina by that reaction i did did you feel sympathy for the catfish no and let me just I um you know like in it watching it i did like in the moment watching it but then after the fact i was just like that's some bullshit like you literally changed this man's career course to be a multimillionaire, and you're just like well I'm so glad I had this amazing learning experience from catfishing and pretending like I was dead and then I wasn't dead and now I'm alive and then that was Manti- crazy yeah and then Manti Teo on the flip side being like you know what? This is a learning experience. I just want to help one person. If I can help one person, I've made a difference. And it's like, oh my gosh, how? But I don't the, know. The only thing that made me feel like a sympathy towards them was the that they ended up being trans, and that but like was, is no, that no, no 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 it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a excuse. But I was like, it kind of like hit a chord for me of being like, oh, so the way he so he was living as a man prior to transitioning and when he was able to like catfish he felt like he was able to live the life that he was supposed to be living as a woman a hundred percent and i think if there is like any grace to be had maybe that is it at the same time it's just like i feel like the response should have been more of i can't believe i did that Right. I fucked up. I yeah. ruined this person's entire career. Yes. I was going through something crazy. Here I am on the other side, as opposed to like, this was a very great learning experience for me. And right. Like that was crazy. No, no, no. I, I agree with all that, but I just wanted there to be like, oh my God, this person mm-hmm. yeah. like, completely, but it just gave me like a pause of like, oh, okay. Well that like logic I can't believe what i would have done in that situation yes but also you part- didn't help anybody like we've all seen catfished a thousand episodes of it like but this is the, not you're sharing your like best truth. no but this but was no but this was part- before catfish. this was og this was, OG. This was yeah. OG. okay yeah. but, but, so, but we're like the best part of it is is that so when she felt when she so she at this point so she's transitioned to a woman so she um she felt like manti teo was like drifting away so she got into a car accident and was in a coma and the 
she called him as a cousin was like she's in a car accident and then listen Manti Teo listened to her breathe for like weeks which was crazy and then all of a sudden one day she was like I love you and like came back out of the coma and then she's in the hospital still everything's fine and oh my gosh he starts drifting away from her again and uh oh and she's got cancer so she never even left the hospital from the car accident to a coma to cancer then she dies of cancer a few weeks later on the day this of is big, the craziest part and on the day of like his big bowl game which is like the the definition of his whole career she calls and she's like it's me i'm alive no but like and the like, build up to that though, no but the build up to that jamie was his real life grandma died and then his fake catfish girlfriend died. So all the news reports are like, man, he showed it's like Michael Jordan right after his son was murdered. And it's like he showed up to, or his dad was uh, his dad was murdered. something right, whatever. But um, yeah, he like shows up to his game and he's like playing for his grandma and his girlfriend that died. And then she's like, I'm alive. <laughs> like what? It was crazy. I mean, it's worth watching. Everyone should watch it because it was just crazy. And I don't care about college football at all. I'm sold. I'm sold. I will say it did make me remember that one of my big fears is being in a coma and somebody pulling the plug right before I'm about to come back. Okay. So (laughs) in case anyone's wondering what Jamie and I were talking about before we started recording, we were talking about um, like okay, we die. And then what do we do? Right. Do we want to be cremated? Do we want to be buried? And like, I was saying, like, I am so fearful that like, I won't be a hundred percent dead yep, before yep. I either get buried or cremated. I want to be valid fear, valid yeah, fear that I'm like, I need to be dead, dead for 30 days before anyone does anything with me. I remember like this, I mean, <laughs> all, of, all of my neuroses like starts in college clearly, but like, <laughs> Terry Shivo situation. And oh, my, par- my parents make living wills. And I'm like, you wait full 17 years before you cut me off, guys. Like, you. <laughs> Dominic- <laughs> Dominique has always guys. said to me, like, I think coming off the Kill Bill movies, that if she's ever in a coma, that she has to be monitored by like a friend or a family the whole time. So she's not compromised in yeah. her coma state. Well, yeah. how, how would she be compromised? Like inception someone rapes me or just any sort of inception, like something plant implanted in your brain. There's like a lot of real fucked up real, things I mean, that people do to invalid like, bodies yes, in yes, homes. Yes, yes. There's like, a, it's really terrible. So I would prefer, really dark. I, yes, We're getting really I, dark. I prefer my family keeps me in their home on life support with a home health aid. I would just say, take okay, me Michael life Jackson. Support. Like, what are you talking oh about? Like, I'm just, saying, Roll you up to the table this, for Thanksgiving yeah, yeah, or no? Yeah. Take me off. Hospital take bed that off. extends up. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, I'm fine. I can't even imagine. Don't like wait for 17 years. I'm saying, give me 30 days, Jamie. I'll go 30 days and pull the plug. 30 days is even a stretch. Like if it's like, guys, you don't even, there's so many experimental trials that take longer than that. But no, 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 Megan. You're saying they should preserve our bodies. I don't want to be preserved. I'm fine. Tap it out. I'm okay. I'm also like not someone who's ever going to run from like a serial killer. Like I'll just, just kill me. I don't want to do this. 
It's fine. Yeah, I'm not running no. anywhere. Like, like a zombie attack? I'm like, oh, just take me. I'm good. Um, I don't want to do this. Side note, Gina. I feel like I, I could fight them and take over the world. So no. Of course, that's what you think. <gasps> uh, I'll fight on your behalf. Okay, fine. Then I'll walk slowly behind you as you do it. You should do it. You okay. should. I protect you. Hey, ask Megan what happened when I wasn't sure what that bullfrog was that jumped in front of us. I put my arm out in front of Amit to like protect him. <laughs> protect so him. I just have a natural instinct to protect people. She's oh, just such a protector. You are. Um, I saw Alpha. Colin bring you a drink a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. Gina, and my glass is empty. So I texted being like, hey, is there any chance you could bring me some more wine? This just got past me. <laughs> he brought you the whole box. And he delivered a box <laughs> of wine. <laughs> the straw? On Saturday, no, on Sunday, we went to Astatigue and we stopped at this little market to get like hats and food or whatever. And I like see this straw hat that I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to have this. It's just like such a great straw hat. Turns out it's like by some mum. Um, and then Dominique's like, I think I need it too. And I was like, yeah, I think we both need it. Duh. We just have to do everything together. Codependency. Um, and I'm like checking out and the guy ringing me up is like, oh yeah, you just like, couldn't resist the rocks marketing. And I was like, what? And he like gestures. I turn behind, there's a huge cardboard cutout of the rock holding up like a drink and they've put one of the hats on him. Terramana. <laughs> yeah. Loves that tequila. Yes. So Dominique and I both take pictures with the rock cut out in our hats. Yes. As one does. But there was a part I missed that Dominique had to fill me in on later. And I will turn it over to Dominique as you're closing a story here. Well, surprising to no one in a small country town, you encounter white people that say white people things. As I'm approaching the rock, a seven foot cardboard cutout picture with my hat on to take it to take a picture next to it. She goes, Oh my, you look almost just like him. Oh my God. I knew it. it. No. Y'all don't just like. (laughs) I don't know that she looked like a Samoan man. That's exactly what I said. This is a seven foot tall, 400 pound Samoan man. I am a dark skin, black, five foot five, 130 pound woman. Our frame is not similar. Our skin tone is not similar. There's actually nothing similar about us besides the fact that we both have brown skin. And you're both but so well-spoken. And you're in the sun exactly. hat. You're so well-spoken. She was, she was shocked by the similarities. And I oh look at the God. guy behind the register who had been pretty sarcastic and funny. And he registers like, huh, well, that was not appropriate. <laughs> and Megan doesn't hear this, but yeah, it was a pretty magical small town, Maryland moment. Keep in mind that about 15 minutes away, there's a shopping center called the Mason Dixon shopping center. Yeah. Mm. Were you above the line or below the line? <laughs> I never know where the line is. It's like in According Virginia. The today, we it's definitely not close. in Assateague. It's definitely not in Assateague, Megan. Jeez I mean, it's in Maryland. Louise. Oh, there's the. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's probably right about there. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the picture has been shared. This is amazing. And I mean, you're holding a coconut water? What do you. <laughs> 
You don't uh, even know if you guys should be what dressed he was, in the same place. I was holding whatever he was selling. Oh, it's behind. 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 Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. You know what's interesting is that he doesn't have to do things like this anymore. Yet he still does. He really doesn't. I mean, money, money, money. But he wants to touch. He wants to touch the people. And well, he's spreading racial care. equality. No, I mean, I'm all behind whatever Dwayne Johnson wants to do. But you know what? Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? Yup. Zoa. (laughs) Wild orange zero sugar. And on that note. Okay, okay, guys. guys, Talk to you later. Bye. 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 Bye.